This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. I'm Shalom Shumakide. This is Mercy Moment with the household of David. Thank you for tuning in. And let's get into God's Word this morning. Jesus Christ is saved yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Hallelujah. You know we love Him so much. Now this morning, we are looking at something very crucial. <laughs> the answer to global crisis. Mm. Glory to God. The answer to global crisis. Oh, Father, we bless your name. We ask about the power of the Holy Spirit. You open our eyes to see and that you speak to every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. Let your word come alive to us. Let there be revelation by the Spirit and let there be instruction given unto righteousness. All glory and praise to your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, the world is going through a crisis right now and there is a situation, pandemic or whatever name is called, but there is an answer when the world is in this kind of situation. Now, the reason for today's message is the fact that by the special grace of God, when it is all over, you will not only be standing, you will be increased greatly, you'll be multiplied greatly in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, moments like this, the most important thing is to receive personal instruction from the Lord. And we're going to get to that in a while. The first thing we are going to say is this. Global crisis is not new. This is not going to be, this is not the first, and certainly this is not going to be the last. Let that soak in. This is not the first global crisis, and this is not going to be the last. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. It's not about what is happening in the world. It's about our understanding. So this is not the first and this is not the last. Amen. When we talk about global crisis, we are talking about an event, usually an ugly event, that changes the world negatively or that impacts on the people living in the world negatively. And there are many examples. Usually, crisis takes place in form of a war, famine, or pestilence, which is called plague. These are the three uh, manifestations, many of the times, of something that leads to a global crisis. A war, like First War and Second World War. War. And then you have a famine, which is equal to an economic crisis, depression, and some other names that they are giving. Inflation period, depression period, credit crunch, different names on that. But the, the implication is that there is famine. And the third one is the type that the world is going through right now. The third manifestation, which is, which is pestilence, plague. Interestingly, in 1 Samuel 24, 10 Samuel 24 rather, when David sinned against God, these were the three options presented to David. 
God asked him if they were going to flee before the enemy. That's war. God asked him if there will be days of famine. That's economic crowd, depression. And then the third one, God asked him, or there should be a plague in the land. It means that when something is out of order spiritually, there will be a manifestation of one of these three things. A famine, economic meltdown, pestilence, plague, pandemic. Or there will be war. Firstly, for everybody watching me, especially those who are believers, understand that these are orchestrations from the spirit realm that manifest in the physical. But I'm starting with the fact that this one is not the first one. Also, let, let this remain with you because it will be the foundation for what we talk about for many days. That when there is a kind of disorder in the spirit realm, when there is an issue, it manifests in any of these three things. And at times, it can be two operating together. But certainly, when something is triggered in the realm of the spirit, there will be a manifestation of one of these three terrible things. Famine, war, and pestilence. Now, this is the interesting thing. Whether it is war or pestilence, it will have economic implication. Like now, people are losing their jobs. People are receiving pay cuts. Companies are not sure of the future again. Now, it started with a pandemic. Now, it's having this reflection on the economy. But this morning, there is a voice of hope. There is a voice of faith that there is an answer. So, let's just start with the fact that this is not the first one and this will not be the last one. Maybe I should be bold to say to people that this is not the end of the world yet. The answers have been taken from Matthew 24. Jesus said, first of all, there will be wars and rumors of war. He said, but see that your heart is not troubled, that this is not the end. He mentioned famine in places. And when he was talking about it in Luke, he added pestilence. And interestingly, when God was going to answer Solomon, when Solomon finished building the temple, just like his father David, as he knelt down to pray, 1 Kings 8, verse 37, Solomon began to pray from the beginning. When he got to verse 37, he said to God, if there is plague in the land or war, I think we should read that one. He said, if there be famine, if there be pestilence, blasting, midwill, locusts, if there be caterpillar, if the enemy besiege them, you see these three false stuff being talked about here by Solomon. If the enemies are against them, that is war. He said if there is pestilence, that is pandemic. And then he said if there is famine. Solomon prayed against these three things. That Lord, if they happen. And that's where I want to start uh, getting into the message today. Solomon did not say, Lord, don't let any of these things happen. But he said that when they happen, let there be that there is a solution. Let there be that there is a hope. Let there be that there is a prayer that your people can pray that will separate them or set them free. The second thing, remember the first one, this is not the first and this is not going to be the last. The second thing, that there are things we can pray to stop. But there are some other things that they will not stop. So, now listen. World War took place. When saints pray, at the end of the day, the plan of God will be established in the midst of the chaos. 
But prayer does not exactly stop certain things from happening because God has a calendar and saints don't know that. Jesus was bold enough. The disciples asked him in Matthew 24, what shall be the signs of your coming? And he began to tell them that the calendar is, there is a timetable and it is fixed. He said, this will happen. This will happen. This will happen. No matter how praying, how prayerful, how mighty in the place of prayer a church is, you cannot pray with prophecy that has been part of Jehovah's timetable. That will be a blessing to many saints because our sins, scorners, you know, the Bible talks about them, that they will arise in the last days. Scoffers. Jude 1 talks about them. Those who are pointed at the church, so where is the church? Where is the healing power? Where is this one? Where is that one? You will only be moved by voices like that if you are not a student of the word of God. Hallelujah. So there was, <laughs> glory to God. The Bible talks about scoffers will arise. They will scoff and start talking. They belong to the category of people who said to Jesus, if you are truly the son of God, come down. If church is this and that, why not stop the pandemic? Some things are in God's calendar and they will happen. Oh, glory to God. Praise the Lord. Let's read Matthew 24. Now, I I'm beginning to... <laughs> Matthew 24. It will bless somebody. Matthew 24. All we are doing today is just part one. Now the Bible says, Jesus started talking to the disciples. Verse 2, he says, see, see you all these things. There will not be any stone. One. He said, verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be cast down. That happened about AD 70. General Titus invaded Jerusalem and he did exactly what Jesus said. Meaning that the words of the master must come to pass. This is not the first global issue. It will not be the last. Many more are coming. Saints should understand that. Number two, God has not lost control of the world because God has a timetable. And it's important to know so Jesus said to the disciples, this and this will happen. This part, verse 2 of 24 happened in the seventh day. And then Jesus moved on. Many shall come in my name. Then verse 6 said, you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. My first word to all saints, as you see chaos in the world. Even right now, WHO will say this today, they will say that tomorrow. Doctors are busy arguing with themselves. Oh, pandemic can do this, it can do this. is contagious, this one, that one. The Bible says in the midst of this, number one, see that you are not troubled. Offices are slashing salary. Jesus is saying to you, watching me, see that you are not troubled. Why? If you are troubled, you will not see God's escape plan, which will get you in a while. So the first thing, once there is a global storm, it comes with the spirit of fear. It comes with the spirit of confusion. Fear paralyzes. Confusion sets in. And when it is like that, you are going to make wrong decisions. So Jesus said, when you see any of the three, I call them uh, uh, three cord, three, three uh, cord of the devil. Three, four cord of the devil. When you see either a famine or you see war, or you see pestilence at the global level. J 
Jesus is saying to you, number one, see, it's, a, it's your responsibility. See that you are not troubled. He said, first of all, because that is not the end. Hallelujah. He said, nations rise against nations, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilences and earthquake in diverse places. So, you know, this will make anybody, there is no book on that with accurate prophecies like the word of God. The Bible said there will be earthquake, there will be pestilence, and there will be famine. Oh, glory to God. Now, verse 8 says, all these are the beginning of sorrows. So that means this is just the starting point. This is not the end. You see, you don't need to see vision. You just need to look into the word of God. He said this is not the end yet. When you hear wars, when you hear all these things, we will press in deeper next meeting. But we are staying with this today. I'm just saying that all that we are starting with is that one of these three things will always happen with time. And that it's an orchestration from the spirit realm. The enemy opens the gates of hell. God can restrain him, but at times it does not. Because some things are meant to happen. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. You see, you can't miss any part of this message because we'll get to a point where we start talking about what a saint should do in the midst of all these things. But that's what the Bible says. They are bound to happen. Tell the person by your side. If you are told, say, God has a timetable. Everything is happening according to God's timetable. Can you tell somebody that? According to God's timetable. So your heavenly Father knows all things. Acts 15, 18, known unto God that all his works before the foundation of the world. God cannot be surprised by any event on earth. Glory to God. But then, <laughs> I'm majoring on his timetable. Some things are meant to happen. So, we had world war, global events, but let's look at some things that happened in the Bible also. So, in the time of Abraham, there was famine. In the time of Isaac, Genesis 26, there was famine. Now, in the time of Jacob, there was famine. We look a little more into Jacob. Oh, glory to God. Let me show you something from Genesis 41. Genesis 41, verse 57. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus, we worship you. We refuse to fear in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, and all countries came into Egypt to Joseph to buy corn because the famine was sore in all lands. All countries. So the global recession, the famine that happened in the time of Pharaoh, the time of Joseph, which was the time of Jacob also, was a global event. The Bible says that all countries came to Egypt. But we are interested in knowing the plan of God in the midst of a situation like this. Remember we have said that Solomon prayed that if this happens, Lord, when your people pray, let, them, let there be a solution from you. But Solomon did not pray that, Lord, don't let any of these things happen. Why the earth remains, hear me, these seasons will keep going around. I think World War was 1934 to 1938. And then Second World War, First World War, Second World War followed. 
Shortly after that, Oh, 1940 to 1918, and then the other one, 1936, 1939 to 1945. Just like that, if I remember very well, I said 1914 to 1918, and 1935 to 1939 to 1945, or thereabouts. Four years of war, six years of war. Hallelujah. There might be more wars to come. It's not a prophecy of doom. The Bible talks about this. So in the time of Jacob, it was a global stuff. But God in this wisdom, Psalm 105. Let's read something from Psalm 105. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He has a plan for you. Many people will arise after lockdown. We arise even in the midst of the lockdown. You will arise and you will be multiplied. Oh God. Verse 16. Psalm 105 verse. The Bible says, Moreover, he called for famine upon the land and break the old staff of bread. <laughs> so this is where I have a problem with those who say. God can't do anything wrong. God can't do anything wrong. Does not mean God does not do things that appear to be wrong before man. He does this for his own purpose. Man might interpret it to be wrong. But God cannot be wrong. But to say that everything that God does is just good, 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 you know. It's just uh, for the Christmas God and everything. They are talking about a different God. Starting not the one in the Bible. The Bible says that for famine. He broke the staff of bread. Who broke it? Not Satan. He broke the staff of bread. But the next verse, he sent a man before them. Say, hallelujah. Somebody listening to me, do you know? Hey, yeah. Before the pandemic started, he has sent a man before you. Hallelujah. That is what this message is about to uh, bring out of you. There is something sent ahead before they decided to cut your salary. Before they lock down your shop, before it looked like no sales, before those moments, before they shut down all schools, before they ask churches not to meet, he said, Hey, <laughs> is somebody with me? No, you should rejoice in your room, first of all, because we will get to a point where how to recognize. But first of all, you just have to know anytime he wants to break the staff of bread, he will not break it without first of all sending a man. There is an answer in every crisis. He will always send a man because God is not wicked. Men pull down judgment upon themselves. But Jehovah has a place for his people. Hallelujah. Many years ago, there was what they call black plague. That alone killed millions of people. There was all kinds of flu. Not once, not twice. That claimed lives of millions of people. But wars have done more of that. Also, killing lives. The enemy, the team coming up, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But there is a plan. Now, I'm saying to everybody watching me, every CEO, every manager, everybody, you work in an office, you are just an employee, or you are the employer, whatever level you are, whatever level you are on the ladder of success, the truth of the matter is that when it comes for famine and it breaks, it starts for bread, 
he sent somebody ahead before doing that. There is something already established in the plan of God to take care of you. Isn't it interesting, men and brethren, that Jacob reunited with his lost son, Joseph, in the midst of global crisis? It was a famine that made the brothers to go to Egypt to buy food. And it was in buying food that they rediscovered Joseph. And that they're going to tell the father the news. And Israel was brought. So, the journey of Israel to Egypt, where they needed to be for a while, before moving to the promised land, the journey began when there was a global, hey, in the midst of the storm, there is a blessing in the storm. The storm is never bad altogether. Hallelujah. One of the global events, which we'll look at more importantly, or more in, in more detail next week, is what happened with Lot. What happened with Noah? These are global events. All that matters is that at moments like this, saints must humble themselves. We'll talk a little bit more about that also. Humbling yourself does not mean that you have done something wrong. It means that you recognize that the game around you is changing, but that the Almighty God is never changing. So you submit to His plan that He might show you what is happening in the midst of the world that has taken a turn that people don't understand. You see, God from time to time proves to man. He doesn't do evil to prove something good. Things happen in the world. But God is in control. He's in charge no matter what is happening. He cannot lose the control of his own world. He can't lose, he can't lose control of his own world. What is what happens? He reveals his plans to people. And you need the revelation of his plan. Hallelujah. From time to time, these events come upon the earth and they reshape lifestyles. They redistribute wealth. Sometimes, a war, something will happen in a place and people will have to relocate. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. One of the players talked about when his parents migrated to another country. That was when he had the opportunity of playing ball and becoming a soccer star eventually. God will not create war to do that. I'm just saying, events will happen and God will let them happen. Whether they are caused by the devil, whatever the tradition is, it will let them happen because there is a timetable and some things are meant to happen. You can't pray the Antichrist from coming. It will come when it will come. That's part of what I'm saying. I know there are those who like uh, hyper, whatever, whatever they call themselves, and then they like to argue about everything. You can't pray the Antichrist from and then in the goodness of God, he's going to send the Antichrist to hellfire in his goodness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And it will burn with brimstone. And it's God of love that is doing that. In his love, he will sentence Antichrist to hellfire, to lake of fire. In his love. And those who follow him will join. In his love. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory to God. In the midst of everything, Noah heard the voice going to the ark. The world is changing also right now. Many will recover back. Unfortunately, some will not recover. Many lives have been lost already, painfully. But there is hope for the living. And this is why I'm bringing this message to you. 
Maybe your business is nose diving now. Right now, sales are not coming again. You don't even know how life will be when it is all over. I am bringing the word of God to you. The trust of today's message is that before the beginning of the pandemic, he has sent a man your way. He has sent someone ahead of you. That means there is a place for you. There is a plan. Before the famine started in Egypt, in, uh, wherever, in, where the, where the uh, Israelites were saying, Jacob and his sons, they did not know that there was Joseph in Egypt before the famine started. Joseph had been in Egypt for years before the famine started. No, not to God. Oh, Jesus said in Luke 16:33 or John 16:33, in the world you shall have tribulation, but in me you have you have peace. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is not the only the Alpha. He is Alpha and Omega. He covers everything that is in between. In His name we will rise. In His name there is hope. In Him there is absolute success there's an absolute guarantee of the fact that in famine we shall laugh so i'm saying to everybody by his stripes he has made you whole so corona cannot come around you as you trust in him if any man be in christ beyond health jesus also in his grace he will cover your business under his wings under his feather he will cover you, cover your family. He will open your eyes to know that there is a Joseph already sent ahead of you. There is a Joseph. There is a Joseph. Joseph does not mean a physical person bearing Joseph. It's just God's technology, God's technique, God's pattern, God's plan of rescue when there is judgment on us. He has a plan for his people. He has a plan for his people. Can I encourage even a pastor probably watching? You are not losing your congregation, losing. Now, they are not even your congregation, they are God's people. Trust Him. You will reunite with God's people that you lead. It will be a time of blessing, of fruitfulness. Reject all other pictures being painted by the enemy. There are people watching me. Your business will go to another level. The storm, the wind that other boats are afraid of, in the same way that mounts up, that ego and ego mounts on. It's about who is leading you. Our captain is the Lord of hosts. He is the king of kings. He can never lose any battle. He is the master of the universe. No matter what is happening, he cannot lose control. He is not scared. You shouldn't be scared. He has sent a man before you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I see opportunities like never before coming away from this very week. Glory to God. Yeah, some business have gone down, but God will open something new. You see, at times, if He tells you to stop what you are doing, you might not stop. But when it is over, He opens other doors. Somebody started preaching online when all these things started and then millions watched and he was shocked when he was receiving letters now this is the funny thing 
I was told he was jogging one morning and rich men in the city that is in America who will not even come to you. I started telling him that you said this in your message, you said that in your message. He was sure that they were listening because of what happened. Anything that is happening in the world, once it's people. So we are going to get to next week, we look more deeply into this. What do we do? Remember a man is sent before you. How do you know if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves? Humility does not mean that you have done something wrong. It means that you acknowledge that, Lord, there's a global phenomenon that I don't understand. It's affecting what I do. But I do know that you are not affected. Show me what next move to make. Show me the Joseph that you have sent before me. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Is someone blessed this morning? Lift up your hands and just worship him. Blessed be your name, Jesus. We give you praise. Glorify his name. Hallelujah. We worship you. We adore you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you for your word this morning. Remember, this is just part one. We are going deep into this. Now, listen to me, everybody watching. As soon as this service ends, right now, start a watch party with this message, just about 25 minutes or thereabouts. Send it to uncles and aunties. Many are discovering right now. And the Lord has sent me to speak to many. Many are secretly afraid that the disease will come upon them. Share this message. Don't hold the truth. Don't hold it back. Don't say you'll do it tomorrow. Today, share this message with many people on your platforms. On WhatsApp, Michelin, on Instagram. I made it short so that it will be very easy for many people to share. We will continue on Wednesday as God grants the grace. And then on Sunday, men and brethren, please share this message. Start a watch party right now. Tell people in just 25 minutes. Oh, bless them. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is coming upon many. I have a witness in my spirit that this very week, many people will come up with many. You are going to have many testimonies this week. This very week. The Lord will surprise you. Actually, the Lord will embarrass you. Not a negative embarrassment. Something that will like, Lord, my faith is not even up to this level. I wasn't believing this much for your faithfulness and your mercy. Shout that word, mercy. Say it again, mercy. Say mercy. Lift up your hands whatever you are in your house. Say in the name of Jesus Christ, the mercy of God is upon my life, upon everything I do. This week, I operate under the mercy of God. And I will see the effect of it in everything that I do. Unexpected blessings, uncommon favor, because of the mercy of God. Not because of the works of my hand. It is not of him that will let or run it. It's of God that shows mercy. His mercy rests on you. Oh Lord, we give you praise. Thank you for your word tonight. This morning, we bless your name. Till I come your way again on Wednesday. I love you so much. And it's going to be another time. 6 p.m. on Wednesday. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. 
and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. And if you want to contact us, just check. The address is written on the screen. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.